I've prostrated myself and admitted I have not written a feature. So I didn't have time, Gav. You don't, we don't need to have all our features all the time. Okay. Just being here is feature enough. feel a little bit... What, yeah. like you're taking the space of someone who has got a feature? I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't have one. That's fine, Steve, don't worry, man. And as the sound of Steve confessing he doesn't have a feature fades away, <laughs> it's time for Regular Features, episode 86. Hello! Well, it's lovely to meet you all. I'm John Blythe. I'm Steve Hogarty. And I'm Gav Murphy, professional podcaster. And my favourite. I'm a professional podcaster as well. I'm so professional, (laughs) I thought (laughs) I didn't need to say it. I'm the opposite of professional, because I pay for it. Steve, I believe you cashed a cheque for £69 recently. (laughs) I haven't cashed it. It's sitting in my closet where I put all of my checks. Put put all your clothes on it and you dress it up like a little check. Your check closet. Well, I thought what we were doing... So we have got... <laughs> the uh, the ad revenue has begun rolling in for uh, regular features. Yeah, um, we've almost we say... made a pound per episode now. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of it like that. Imagine that. That's wicked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> twenty five pence an episode each. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could all have twenty five p right now. What would you do with it? Well, you should actually tell the story about what we thought had happened. <laughs> yeah, there was a frightening two hours. In which we thought that... Was it um, two hours? So, let me just preface this by saying, if you'd like to help out regular features and you're going to buy a video game, why not buy that video game from greenmangaming.com by visiting greenmangaming.com forward slash regular features. Or buy something more expensive like a PS4. Yeah. Like a, yes, like a PlayStation. We saw one of our readers on Twitter asking Green Man Gaming yep. uh, if they could buy a PlayStation from America. We don't know if you can buy one from America. Green Man Gaming did reply to that and no, they only shipped to the UK for physical goods, which frankly robbed us of a good wow. piece of £10 or whatever it is they pay It's like us. 14 quid, isn't it? Yeah, for it's a PlayStation. quite a bit of money. Oh. Thanks, Green Man Gaming. Stick it up your ass. <laughs> but if you are that, that woman from America, why not just send us the money directly? 14 quid, would you say? It's about £14. Yeah, just send us the money for a UK PlayStation 4. They're <laughs> probably cheaper over there. Oh, we'll, what? How does this work? I'm thinking, I'm thinking of a scam. What? I was going to say that she could send us the money, we'll stick it through in the UK, and we'll send it through work. We'll launder it. And we'll just tell work. No, we'll buy it, so we still get the money, and then we'll send it through work, saying, like, oh, uh, this is a competition prize. needs to be shipped out to Boston, wherever the fuck it is. Absolutely, yeah. Just get... get just phone a Sony PR and say, "Oh, I need a, I need a PlayStation Four to review, do a really good review of one of your exclusive <laughs> games." They're like, "Which game? Uh, um, the big one, oh, the one that's Prototype. most likely to receive a, a poor review score." I'm going to give a really good review score, and, I, and I'll do it a week early, so it'll, it'll really be at the top of Metacritic for a while. <laughs> but for for a, a number of hours, the that URL, greenmangaming dot greenmangaming dot greenmangaming dot greenmangaming dot 
greenmangaming.com forward slash regular features. Nice. Wasn't working. It was a 404. Um, so how, did you, how did you find this out? I don't know. Matt mentioned it. I don't know okay. if someone tweeted at us saying your link isn't working anymore. I sent them such an angry email. This is, this is taking the bread out of our mouths. <laughs> I was like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> this is unprofessional. I was so incensed with rage, I had to take my top off. <laughs> is this how you treat your clients? <laughs> Affiliates, friends, <laughs> compatriots, best friends. <laughs> they replied saying, um, oh, it's probably just a problem uh, with the site right now. Let me just look into it. And then four minutes later, I came back and said, there, I fixed it. It's back. <laughs> And I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank what, you for fixing it. <laughs> what happened in the interim? <laughs> well, did you say, like, oh, I don't like to bring this up now, but during that time, there might have been people buying loads of PS4s. Can we have all the affiliate links to everything that was bought in that period, yeah. please? We'll look through them and be like, yeah, mm. that was ours, that was ours, that was ours, that was ours. Yeah, give us yeah. the money, please. <laughs> in, those, in those few hours that we thought that Green Man Gaming had basically fobbed us off, I think we had concocted because we've just finished the Roger Helmer story arc Buzzing of our podcast. From the yeah. Roger Helmer. Thing. We thought we were entering like a new era in which we were going to just have an all-out war with GreenmanGaming.com. Yeah, there was a there was a point at which I thought it would be fun to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who, who who are we going to have to have this kind of synthetic conflict with now? Another podcast or something? Yeah. Mm. <sighs> Is there anyone as big as us? That... We're ready to burn bridges. <laughs> Because we need to be seen as punching up, not punching down. If you're seen as punching down, then that's bullying, isn't it? Can't do that. No one likes that. So we need, like, I oh, don't know, who's bigger than us in podcasting the world? That's that... the thing. There's nobody. You're right. There's, mm. there's nobody that we could... The, the problem with no, that wait, is hang on. they're probably better than us. And if they're more popular, they're probably wittier and sort yeah, of was... issue more damning slams. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, I said two conflicting things there. <laughs> like, oh, we need to be punching up, but who's better than us? Nobody. That's who. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. We've just got to admit that we are the most listened to and professionally made podcast around. And if anyone else doesn't yes. like that, maybe they just need to deal with but it. But at also, the same Man- time, like, we're punching down, so... We're shitting down. <laughs> we're, shitting we're climbing down. a ladder and we're shitting on the heads of anyone <laughs> coming after us. Green Man Gaming should take note at what w- will happen to them when they finally cancel our affiliate program with them, we will launch an all-out war against you. An an all-out war that can only serve to diminish their profile (laughs) in the eyes of everyone as we keep saying their name again and again. (laughs) Well, I just like that in the Hangout, we were just like... Like, there's a point, I think I sent one of my like, most serious things. We were like, oh, because we were trying to work out why it'd been switched off. And they're like, oh, shit, the guy who actually set it up for us has now moved jobs. And we're like, that is so unprofessional. Like, the, they've, that? they've stopped it and just because he's left and not uh, so, contact yeah, us. Some, so new guy, some new guys come in and it's all like, what is this? A custom URL? No, no, not no. I don't like it. I'm new. <laughs> These guys sound like pricks. Well, I don't hate- like their coloured in faces. 
Well, you hear about that sort of thing happening at like TV companies where like an old commissioning editor goes and then a new one says, well, I'm going to put, I'm going to commission lots of comedies that I like and all the ones that the previous fart did get thrown away no matter what stage they're at. Yes, but they at least have the decency yeah. to tell him, don't they? Yeah. And we weren't bloody told when they cancelled our <laughs> that, fucking podcast. That's why this affiliate link that's earned us <laughs> just shy of £70 <laughs> is more of a scandal. <laughs> <laughs> that could, that's my feature. That's my feature. Retrospectively. Retroactive feature. A lot of my day is spent in potion ecstasy. Potion ecstasy. Potion ecstasy. I've got a feature. Let me tell you this. Now we're entering the post-Helmer period of this podcast. Mm, the refractory period. I thought enough time had passed for me to do a... Not a retrospective as such, but I was listening to a podcast earlier this morning. It was one of my podcasts that I've listened to for years now, and it's one of the reasons I think it's sometimes acceptable to make... Anti-Semitic jokes, <laughs> even though they get edited out, it's a it's a common reference that I do somehow make them. Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. Yeah, so the, you've never heard me make an anti-Semitic joke, but you've heard everyone call so. me anti-Semitic. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. you make a dozen or so anti-Semitic jokes per every ten minutes of the. Yeah. <laughs> every time you hear any kind of audio snip, that's me going on a quiet. Well, I hesitate to use the word sincere. <laughs> <laughs> about how I think they should be dealt with. <laughs> Who's editing this one? Me. You. Oh, that's staying in them. <laughs> but anyway, I was listening to another podcast today, and it was um, he'd taken an almost parallel line with a similarly right-wing person, and mm. I, I thought listening to this podcast this morning, it was just fantastic to hear how our dealings with Roger Helmer could have gone if we'd been in America. Ooh. It's not like. Uh, just across the pond. It's Helmer across the pond. Nice. I'd like to introduce you. There's no you. place you would hate to be more. Holy shit. I'd like to introduce you to Glenn Miller. The band. Well, no. He, called the, he uses the name Glenn Miller and his mirror. Mirror. He's not Chinese. He's, 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 he's a mirror to society. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> His real name isn't that. It's Glenn <clears throat> Frazier, somewhat whatever another. Okay. But um, I just outline a few differences between him and Roger Helmer to begin with. They're both right wing men. Is Glenn Miller is the right wing man. Um, Roger Helmer's quite right wing as well. He's to the right of the Conservative Party. Okay. Oh, but is he the equivalent of Roger Helmer? He's the he's like an American Roger Helmer. Right. And I, well, let me t- let me explain. Is with he these like three short differences? Is well, it like if NBC remade Roger Helmer? It would and did a really shit job of it. <laughs> Yes. And I can't think of any appropriate actors. This is why I'm bad in casting meetings. Um, <laughs> All those casting Steve meetings. Steve Coogan could play him. I don't know. <laughs> like, can you stop saying that log? Seriously. <laughs> Steve Coogan. He's good at impressions. He could play anyone in this damn thing. <laughs> on the one hand, Roger Helmer doesn't believe in man-made global warming. Glenn Miller, on the other hand, believes that white people need to rise up, and any white man who watches black people playing football should be spat on by his wife and children. No, he doesn't. He believes that. That was that was part of his 2010 campaign to run for the Senate. <laughs> He's running for Senate off the back well, of that. He got 50 votes that year. <coughs> Ooh. But that was down from his 2006 result of 100 votes. Oh, no. 
It's still quite a lot. That's it's, too many people, isn't it? Roger Helmer isn't comfortable with the idea of homosexual marriage. Mm. Glenn Miller thinks that unless you stop the Jews from running anything, issues like gay marriage or anything else are a pure distraction. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're getting sidelined here. Yeah. What about the yeah. black people and the Jews? <laughs> playing football. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though, because, like... With the Roger Hellman stuff, there was an, like I was always looking for the homosexual stuff, but he he was very clever and in that he didn't come right out and say it's oh, fucking yeah. disgusting. Well, yeah. I personally don't like, yeah. like it. I, I don't want to bum on my yeah, immaculately yeah. trimmed mustache. Mm-hmm. He's not an he's not an unintelligent man, is no, old yeah. is old Rog. No, no, I've I've got a lot more respect for him. And like, whereas Roger is in his late sixties or so, Glenn Miller is in his early seventies. So they're fuck. They, they should be on a par intellectually. If, as I understand it, your IQ increases with age. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Roger Helmer thinks fracking is a solution to our energy source. Energy crisis. It's an energy bloody crisis. Whereas Glenn Miller has no stated opinions on fracking, but would probably like a wind turbine if it was shaped like a swastika. <laughs> he was a member of the Ku Klux Klan, and he was a grand wizard. Holy shit. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Americans okay. do everything bigger, don't they? Yeah. Like, they, even Roger Helmer. <laughs> this podcast, Distorted View, I've listened to it for years, it's, it's skewed my kind of idea of what is right and wrong, and it's made me over-apologetic in other areas of my life, because I spend like an hour, half, half an hour a day listening to most unacceptable. Shit. He he took the same interest in Glenn Miller that we took with Roger Helmer. Did awesome. he send an amusing newsletter out? Not really. Because I think that's the pinnacle of what you can do. <laughs> he didn't quite do that so much as get him on his show and interview him. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, because this man is a fucking reprehensible, attention-hungry cunt. I mean, right. he's view. I mean, he's... No, Glenn oh, Miller. The other Glenn Miller, okay, sorry. Well, I think, I think Tim Henson, the guy who does yeah. this sort of view, is also hungry for yeah. fame, but fucking hell, we're not doing this because we want to hide under a rock. We- <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's why I delete all my podcasts. <laughs> it's like, that's good enough for me, no one needs to hear that. So like, I, I put a little bit of that interview into the transcript because he was quite open about his intentions. Oh, amazing. Well... Because like because when you interview someone like Glenn Miller, a lot of people will call him up and say they want to just lambast him for yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just an excuse mm. to make yourself seem liberal when you're yeah. not liberal. Like it's so like even Fox News could make themselves seem decent by yeah. phoning up this guy and saying, You're not you're naughty. Yeah. We're we're nice compared to you. Yeah. Um, he, but, he, he does perform a, a role in, in, in well in dragging in the, everything more right so that yeah in the discourse the political discourse well normally when you do an interview with the far right your job is to be angry at them like I said Tim Henson decided to make him more comfortable and at home Russell branded him trying to sort of get him to say a little bit more Russell not, branded him is a good oh maybe it's not logs. it's not quite I mean, I saw Russell Brand talking to the Westboro Baptist yeah. Church, and he didn't quite. Well, he kept saying, say, less. "Yeah, you're right. God does hate fags. Let's let's pick it a funeral." Oh no, no, but he it was, was, he, was ca- he, he was calming down the audience, wasn't he? Going yeah. like, you know, let them talk, let them talk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, this was just one on one, so we're just this okay. is a short snippet okay. of it. I'll you be you be GM Greg Miller, and I'll okay. be Tim Hansen. Greg Miller being the the racist, insane man. Yes, and I'll be the the one who's not really racist. But, but it's kind of goes you on. It's trying to get me, me to 
expose more of my ideas to look the more exposure my ideas have the more ridiculous they seem to well yeah because you're in a difficult position whereby you want to get your ideas out there but maybe your ideas when put are a little bit unacceptable you know that and and will not survive under scrutiny okay here we go we free the people from Jewish bondage. It's as simple as that. But how? How do you free? First, you have to expose them to awaken the white masses. The, ge- does he, did the he Gentile. Did he mention Gentile? Didn't go for the French gentil. Gentil. Jean Claude. The Gentile masses, all races, not just white people. Blacks, all Gentiles, are owned and controlled by Jews because Jews control the government. They call the shots. So you're advocating the three E's. First, expose them. Second, export the Jews out of the country. And third, if all else fails, exterminate. Exterminate? No, I didn't say that. Whatever gave you that idea? Well, I'm just saying. To me, that makes sense. First you expose them, then you try to get them out of the country. And if they're not willing to... I wanted to stop exterminating white people. The white race is the only race that's going down in number. We're dying out. Come on. What do you mean, come on? Do you deny a simple population statistic? No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying we've got to take a more extreme measure. We can't just expose them. We've got to take care of the problem. Well... First steps first. And that is where you go, first step first. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Extermination is the ultimate plan. <laughs> oh. And I'm down with that. But that was literally, that's it. You got him to say, first steps first. We'll, we'll come to it. We'll cross the extermination bridge yeah. when we finally get there. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> how do you know about the extermination plan? Yeah. <laughs> Who told you? That's brilliant. I think you'll agree at this stage, him dealing with Glenn Miller is directly sort of, it's parallel to our journey with Roger Helmer. Mm-hmm. We've we've observed, we've interacted. This is the news story that came to light today. Authorities investigating the killing of three people and attacks in the Jewish community in Kansas City declared that they were treating the instance as a hate crime, as a deeper picture emerged Monday of the suspect's long-standing ties to hate groups. Frazier Glenn Cross, <gasps> 73, was booked into Johnson County Jail on a preliminary charge of first-degree murder and is scheduled for an initial court appearance on Monday afternoon. No! goes on a bit in the kind of detail that newspapers like to fucking insert. Mm. Fucking hell. Television crews caught Miller yelling Heil Hitler during his arrest after the shooting. But at a news conference on Sunday, Overland Park Police Chief John Douglas said it was too early in the investigation to tell whether Cross had an anti-Semitic motive. (laughs) (laughs) Benefit of the doubt. (laughs) I mean, Hitler did a lot of things that weren't killing the Jews. He built the motorways. (laughs) He liked art. (laughs) I'm saying... He brought value back to the currency. (laughs) Maybe he was hiling him for those reasons. We just don't know (laughs) at this point. (laughs) I just think, up till this point, we've been the bad guys in the Helmer story. Yeah. But I think this... Now we know what happens to people when they get harassed by podcasts. I think we <laughs> really got to keep an eye on Helmer. We just have to wait go- for four years and then Helmer's going to <laughs> kill some Belgians <laughs> in a waffle incident. <laughs> so hang on. He really hates Europe. <clears throat> hang on. When was the interview with uh, Glenn Miller? The interview with Glenn Miller was in around 2010 at the time of him. Right, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's Fine. when he was doing his round. Sorry, of, yeah, so. yeah, okay, cool. I thought it was like a, a more recent thing. Yeah, but it was only today that he's been arrested he's for... Mad. And the the best thing about the attack on the Jewish community was that the only people he killed weren't, weren't even Jews. And that's the 
Oh, that's no. not the best thing that's about nice. it, is it, really? He that's just, a very, he thought that's a very low bar for yeah. good things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's, just, it's just funny that he fucked it up. Oh, my God. So uh, did you find out this because you followed Tim Hansen on Twitter or something like that? Well, or? I was listening to the podcast this morning. So I like... Oh, he's done another podcast already about this? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Amazing. He, oh, he does stop a listening to this podcast. Go listen yeah. to that podcast. <laughs> do li- fucking brilliant. Do listen to Sort of View. It's a daily podcast. It's fucking, oh. They've got some... He, he's a one-man show, but fucking hell, he's... he's Slick and evil, like <laughs> like Gab's penis <laughs> or oil. Yeah, yeah, oil. yeah, oil, oil on a on a on, on Gab's a penis, <laughs> like, oil, like oil, oil on a seagull. Slick and evil. What you gonna do when you got oily seagull? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's awesome. Ah, awesome for him. Like, he must have... I mean, I know, obviously, anyone dying is bad, but he, as soon as he saw that news report, he must have been like... Ding, ding. I don't know what that was. That was an idea, he but must... also money. <laughs> Cha-ching! Cha-ching! This is why I'm slightly jealous of him, because he got people contacting straight away saying, <clears throat> I hope you're happy. Look what you've done. I want Roger Helmer to go on a spree and someone to email me saying, I hope you're happy. Yeah. Look what you've all, exactly say was like, all it took was one person agreeing with my opinions on a podcast four years ago. That's what gave me the strength well, all it to took, carry on. <laughs> all it took was when I read that spoof newsletter, I realised that it was my opinions less diplomatically put. And I resolved to go on a less diplomatic route in future, which involves slamming Belgians' faces into waffle syrup until they can't breathe no more. <laughs> and firing a machine gun from the tips of windmill turbines. Well, yes. How does, does that help turn the wheels of the windmill? No, he's, he's, work? he's firing. Not only is he firing in the opposite direction to the turning of the windmill turbines to slow them down, he's also aiming at any dark-skinned people you can see. And gays. <laughs> and also gets okay, yeah. um, climbing the ranks of uh, you could pretty quickly. He's, he's becoming the face, mm. and that's a face I would like. He just said, mouth. "Coming the face," oh. and it's like, and then I'm still thinking Roger Helmer standing just, up in Parliament. Do you think like us wearing masks of him all the time over like you know a, a long period of time is helping him become the face because we're putting his face out there so much? So people, I, there's there's that, hundreds of people now who be- know he exists if he that became- wouldn't have known before. <laughs> If he did become uh, the UKIP leader, it would be less like part of our, our idolization of him is sort of like hipstery, like no it, one else I really was, knows about him. It, was, so like, it, was, weird. it really is part of that. No, it's, it's just, just, you just you well, you just stumble. Well, everyone hates the fucking leaders, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, easy could, to hate. There's the no, leaders, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. go around like. Because I've got, like, Roger Helmer on my debit card and on my phone background. Phone background's easier than well, debit people card. Go, yeah, people go, who's that uh, in your situation? If he was the leader, it'd look like you were genuine into that party. Exactly. So it's difficult. I really wanted to be the leader for that reason. I'll get but, a new debit card. I'll find a new UKIP, like a low-level <laughs> member, and I'll just start <laughs> annoying him on Twitter instead. Like the UKIP instead. member for Carmarthen shit. <laughs> just get Glenn Miller. No one knows what he looks like over there. <laughs> they fucking will soon, but that's how they As he's a UKIP MEP, like some places I go, I go to... So say mm. I, I whip the debit card out in a... For example, a gay bar, and I hand it over, and someone goes, "Oh, you're who- like a tash daddy, do ya?" <laughs> so they say to me, <laughs> but they they will say, "Oh, who's this?" And I'll say, "Oh, he's a politician that I don't like." 
I've, I've got the patter down now to explaining because I'd say one in ten people ask me who it is. Okay, yeah. I say he's a politician I don't like very much, and you'll say, "Oh, um, what? Who does he work for?" And I say, "He's UKIP," and they'll most people go, "Oh, I see." And I go, "Yeah, I like to that, keep." That, that's I say, what you, want. "You keep your enemies closer." I like to keep him where I can see him, which I think is probably the easiest way to explain an ironic fascination with a man to the extent of putting on a debit card, and they, people seem to take that. And like, well, I went to an organic market in Finsbury Park with an old white woman who ran it and bought loads of lentils and she said and who's that on your card and I said oh he's a politician I don't like very much and I immediately thought oh you cunt could actually be a UKIP supporter oh yeah. I think you talked about yourself you were like oh I'm a ballot <laughs> why am I buying these lentils yeah. threw them in the air and walked out <laughs> yeah, you can never, or, or I go to like a yeah. you go to like a bar in a, in a I don't think Roger Helmer would have much truck with organic no I don't know. She's very. I'm not sure. I have much truck with organic. <laughs> Let alone a Yuki. Yeah, you could probably. That's probably one of the things they hate. But uh, she must have to import loads of food from the <clears> EU, <throat> and she probably, she probably this has opinions about. Europe. Oh, she's competing with that subsidised butter mountain that gets exactly rolling into a from a never-ending butter mountain from Central Europe. Do not talk to me about the butter mountain. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yes, that's Glenn Miller, who yeah. seems like a more formidable opponent. Well, he's he would in prison have s- now. Smote he's us. murdered three people. He's, <laughs> he's not going to be bothering us or anyone. <laughs> I just think we 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 aimed low, and next time, can we try a little bit harder, please? Do you think that you're an arsehole? Personally? Yeah. I'm convinced I'm not. Okay. Steve? You have to believe you're not an arsehole. Otherwise, how could you go about your day-to-day activities? How could you go for a swim? <sighs> that makes this... Without thinking, an arsehole in a yeah. swimming pool. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, but, yeah. But how can they not think they're an arsehole when they're splashing like twats with their feet? Yeah. But yeah, you're right, though. It's like it's like in Seven when uh, Brad Pitt asks um, Kevin Spacey, like, as a mental, do you know you're mental? Like, are you writing any shit on the walls going, oh, my God, this is mental? Like, no, arseholes aren't walking around going, oh, look, yeah. I'm such an arsehole. Do you ever have that fear that you are... Um, mentally subnormal and everyone around you is is just humoring you well someone said to, someone said in, uh, in our like friendship group said oh, um if you're ch- chatting in a group of like eight people and you don't know who the arsehole is you're the arsehole like you're the arsehole of your group i um sp- i spend a lot of time with arseholes <laughs> no thinking are oh, you prick what do you say that for mm. I mean, it's not even just generally about, about yourself. Just like, about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so As in yeah. like, oh, that the- was ambiguous. What if they took it that way? Now I've got uh, to get okay, in touch yeah. with them and think, no, this is the reading that I intended you to get. And I wasn't being self-aggrandizing. I was, I was being self-deprecating, but it came across the wrong way. Yeah. I think that means you're not an arsehole. Well, I'm just uh, it's kind of tedious arsehole To think that that person spent enough time thinking about what I said is kind of self-important. Jeez, oh, this is a complicated topic. It is. Like, there should be some sort of quiz or something that we could take I, I w- yeah. to figure out if we are an arsehole or not. Our guy's done one. Whoa. So I can, I've got, 
uh, some specialized science questions that I'm going to ask, and uh, I'll let you know if you're an arsehole or not by the answers that you give. Fun, fantastic. To the question, <laughs> fun and educational to yourself. You might come away from this better, and readers at home, you might come away from this better because it might turn out you're an arsehole. You you're take an arsehole. the test too, yeah, readers. Might as well, yeah. Question the first. <laughs> I think phrasing it like that. It's quite a good sign you're an arsehole. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> right, end of podcast. <laughs> I bet you say salutations instead of hello, don't you? <laughs> you fucking arsehole. <laughs> you fucking arsehole. Um, number one. I learnt, see? You miss your flight to a press trip paid for by a PR. Do you? A. Apologise profusely to everyone, uh, including the PR, when you turn up. B. Blame TFL and accept no responsibility for your actions and actually make fun of the event after the company fly you out is still standing there in front of you. Or C. Build a rocket and fly to the location, picking up some moon rocks for everyone on the way to make up for the inconvenience you've caused them. Having been in this situation... Really? Oh. uh, My first... Which one were you? Press trip to America. It was... A. I was... pitiful sobbing apologetic man for the entire thing yeah because i knew that the pure hated me <laughs> was it your fault that you missed the it was entirely my fault why was it what did you do what i because before i had a driver's license i'd use my passport for id and i left my passport in my friend's oh. house and he had to come into london to meet me en route to heathrow uh, like a synchronized stress thing. listen to this story and I was on the Piccadilly line down to Heathrow mm. shouldn't he was on a different carriage <laughs> you just chuck it <laughs> and it was uh, I, I was really close to crying um, I was like looking, I it was so close to the check-in time it's like mm. if it had been way past it I would have been a bit more comfortable but it was like it was so close I could make it uh, I think it was, it was <laughs> it was going to come down to seconds um i got to the check-in desk i was calling this is my first press up to america i was 18 i was a fucking baby this Call is it. just as i'd started at pc zone as well isn't it yeah so i was like oh, oh. i was there in the office slightly jealous of your trip because i'd never been on one yet i was calling the pure person going um i missed the check-in and they, they, they won't let me on the <laughs> How old are you, sorry? 18. <laughs> and she was like, Steve, we're taxiing. Like, the plane's taxiing to the runway. There's nothing I can do for you now. I have to turn off my phone. Bye. Hung up the no. phone. I was like, shit. I'd later find out that um, from Don't my editor at the taxiing. time that the publisher had, had received a phone call from the poor person complaining that I had missed a flight. And he'd said, if Steve comes back to his desk today, have a P45 waiting for him on his desk. And luckily... I didn't go back to your desk. I didn't go back to my desk. I went home, went back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I, actually, I, all, I, I managed to uh, transfer the ticket to a later flight, fly into a different city, get a train to the city I was meant to be in, find my way to the hotel... And showed up an hour later than everyone else. Oh, that's right. uh, fucking amazing! Good, and yeah. like the event was the next day, so they were in the bar, and I just showed up. So like, uh, I got here. Yeah, uh, sorry. Without their help. Without their help. And I'm gonna, as oh. an 18 year old who I don't think I'd even flown alone. Yeah. By that point, apart from flying over to London to do my job, 
I'm um, going to add D to this quiz. What everything you oh, just you said. Are you a fucking you did. hero? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Did> new quiz. <laughs> I thought you, when he said like, uh, it's like if he comes back, give him a P45. He's like, well, if I never go back to the office, they can never sack me. <laughs> yeah, they can so, never sack me. I still work them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like getting a summons. They've got to deliver it into your hand. And until yeah. that point, you're still entitled to full pay. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant, though. That's great. Oh, I was so happy when that pure person left the industry as well. Because then uh, that wasn't weighing over my head anymore. Oh. <laughs> I was with um, renowned games industry veterans. Quinton Smith, I think it was with Quinton. Oh, right, right. Um, and uh, who you might know from the Daft Souls podcast, something of a sister podcast. We'll bleep that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh kieran gillen and they they because they knew it was my first press trip as well they had planned to play loads of jokes on me and and like really wind me up Amazing. um but then when i turned up having missed my flight they were like yeah let's not play jokes on him <laughs> i think he's had a hard time <laughs> that's good i would have done more jokes if anything be like mate they're fuming <laughs> Considering that I was crying on the Piccadilly line, mm. I think they probably made the That's right choice. That's my favourite Alcazar song. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I forgot what I said. Come on. Okay. He didn't do... Well, if you were an arsehole, you might not have done that. Uh, well, my, what was yours, right? Yeah. What I would actually do would be to never, ever miss a plane. But that mm. makes me more of a. That's what makes me a different kind of arsehole, and like an anal no, arsehole no, who turns no. up three hours early so no. he can look at Dixon's stuff in the duty free and try and goad himself <laughs> into buying a thousand pound camera. That's fine. That's answer. That's answer E. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also was thinking about putting down, but I didn't. Uh, no, yes, the arsehole answer there is to blame TFL and accept no responsibility for your actions and make fun of the event after the company fly you out is still standing there. It's a weirdly specific answer, Gav. Mm. It's like. Maybe yeah. you know someone like this. No, not at all. No, cool. And uh, especially like one of the things that maybe you would also say if you're an arsehole is uh, that you were stuck underground for ninety minutes. Uh, oh right. I mean, wow. I mean, as someone who's interested in arseholes, would you check with TFL whether that actually happened? I mean, I mean, I personally would. And I happened to find out, I maybe happened to find out that on that particular day, uh, where, say, maybe a flight was leaving at 10 to 6 in the evening, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there were delays on the Piccadilly line, minor delays, minor delays that yeah. started at uh, 3.37. Okay. Um, so there were minor delays from then. So, also, hypothetically, if you need to be there two hours before, would you set off at like 10 minutes before that two hour window no you probably wouldn't so <laughs> right B okay. you're an arsehole okay in that one in that so case, if you answered B at home readers you're an arsehole and well you didn't answer B you answered D and you answered D so you're not an arsehole yet oh, fantastic oh, well I'm, then, I'm off the hook so far okay mm, there's still a couple of questions <laughs> You're on the red carpet for an awards ceremony. You're asked by a PR if you want to interview a mid-level indie games developer. Do you A. Speak to them about their game and ask polite questions. B. Say no, but ask if Carol Vorderman is available. <laughs> C. Say no because you don't know who they are, but then insist on speaking to them on the winner's run later on, but only after they've won an award. 
Oh, fucking arsehole. Oi, oi. I let you into a little thing here. It's two arsehole answers. I did pick up on the mild level arsehole and mm-hmm. high level arsehole. What would you, I'd, what would you I'd do? I'd say I don't want to talk to him because I'd probably say something stupid and then go into a spiral of self-doubt. Okay. D, again. D, so I would say I would have the exact same fear that that's what would happen. But I would say, yes, let me talk to him right now. And that's why you're the me I wish I was when I was your age. <laughs> okay, so you're going for D, you're going for E. There's actually another one, F, I've just thought about where I thought, well, maybe this particular person doesn't know who they are. Um, which then I would just say, yeah, and in a fluster and just ask them very, very non-specific questions. Yeah, because anyway, yeah. uh, I was assuming I wouldn't know who that indie person was. Mm. Can you introduce yourself with the camera, please? For the people at yeah. home, the uninitiated, That's, who I've, are you? I've done that My before. So, oh, we've, we've got to assume that a lot of our readers won't have heard of your game, so can you just fucking explain yeah. basic shit to me? That is, yeah, that is one of my favourite interview tricks. And... I always start every interview with, um, just for the recording, could you nice. give your name and your role at the company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, oh, half the time, I don't know what their fucking name is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, can you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> what? The fuck? <laughs> so a lot of our um, readers have never uh, played or heard of of the game that you've made. So just from the very basics, could you just describe it? for the 15-minute slots yeah. of the interview, please. A, yeah. <laughs> a, a good one is go, so I'm a new player. I've never played your game. My first day, what am I going to expect? Yeah. And how um, did the game change throughout development? And can you give me 10 <laughs> tips for experts, please? Because we've yeah. got a page for that in no. the bag. <laughs> now, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. now I'm an expert-level player. <laughs> Look at me. I want 10 <laughs> tips. Dazzle me. What are your 10 tips? Don't just vaguely give me a bunch of tips. I want 1 to 10. 10 70-word tips, please. <laughs> Three of them need to have screenshots and, and, and uh, just caption them. And, Really good captions as well. Not like stupid captions, like like funny captions. Yeah, don't like, describe what's happening in the screenshot. That's what the screenshot is for. And if, gives, it's, a, if it's a tanks, don't do a tank, tanks, tanks. No, uh, no, no, that pun is worn out. Stop using it. Um, but yeah, no, the arsehole answer was actually, trick question, sorry guys, um, was Beyonce then, because if you're an arsehole... You Beyonce? Do, who's Be- Beyonce? <laughs> Beyonce is an arsehole. Because <laughs> oh. uh, if you're an arsehole, you would do both the things that I said in B and C. Which were? Say no, but ask if Carol Vorderman is available. Say no because you don't know who they are, but then insist on speaking to them on the winner's run later on, but only after they've won an award. Sounds like an arsehole to me. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Question three. Whilst on a press trip with other journalists, and some people at home might not be journalists, that's fine. So maybe whilst on a retreat with your office that you don't with people you really don't know that well mm-hmm. okay so some okay. people you may maybe meet for the first time that's because you're bringing people along for the journey with us exactly because oh, cool. we're not all uh, journalists and I'm barely one anyway so don't worry uh, but whilst on a retreat with some people you don't know uh, which of these are good topics for dinner table discussions okay I hope it's someone who uses the word rape as a punchline oh I've got I've, yeah I've got some also answers for this one excellent <laughs> A, how are you enjoying this press event slash retreat? Wonderful. B, 
What do you think of this local delicacy that we're eating? Two fantastic approaches. Unless it's followed by, I think it's shit food for cunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's how your hands end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've done, like, non-arsehole work. You can have a little bit of arsehole afters. <laughs> C. Let me tell you about a strip club I went to whilst on another press trip slash retreat. Uh, no, I think... Okay, that's... If, I'm, I'm if always... something interesting happened in a strip club, then... Nothing e- interesting has ever happened at a strip club Oh, did he say, I'm sorry. This is... Let me tell you something that's happened in a strip club. Yeah. Oh, is that this answer? Yeah. Oh, arsehole as fuck, yes, yeah, arsehole, yeah. yeah. Right. Nothing, like, nothing so, interesting has ever happened in a strip club. A woman got her tits out, or a man got his... What's the what's, what's the male equivalent of tits? I don't Hang know. on, were you at a strip club? <laughs> what's the male equivalent of tits? Balls, Gav. Balls, sorry, yeah. yeah no, no, nothing interesting has ever happened... Uh, nothing ever interesting has ever happened in a strip club, ever. Like the, what about a quite, shooting? <laughs> All right, fine. What about, what about, <laughs> you got me. What about a, a ro- raccoon rolling through doing forward rolls? <gasps> I saw oh, that animated amazing, gif as yeah. well. <laughs> if that if that happened in a strip club, I think everyone would stop and clap. Yeah, and okay. I would I would talk about it. I'd go, you'll never guess what happened in a strip club. Okay, sorry, I'll rephrase then. I've never heard an interesting story about a strip club. Okay. I've never heard anyone in the games. I mean, I'm probably talking about someone else now, but tell, tell you a story about uh, taking drugs. That's an impossible task to tell us an interesting story on. God, yeah, no. Especially when you think that taking the drug is the beginning and end of the story. Absolutely. That that really winds me up. This is not about one arsehole. This is a que- this is a quiz to find out if you are an arsehole. It's, this is not it's this evidently is not, about someone. It's not about <laughs> we're playing, not we're playing arsehole whack-a-mole in a burning bridges kind of way. It's, <laughs> not, it's not about anyone. I'm just I'm I've written down things that I think an arsehole would do. I just think it's about that definitely has to be bleep. Question four. There's only two left. Sorry. You know yourself to be quite shite at table football. <laughs> During a winner stays on doubles run, someone you know, maybe he's got a beard, I don't know, <laughs> has been playing quite well with a new Russian friend he's made. Do you, A, watch as the person you know, maybe he's got a beard, continues to kick ass with his new Russian partner and be happy for him as he seems to be quite happy anyway? B, <laughs> insist on playing and then make funny jokes when you're shit at it. C, Instagram a photo whilst playing. The funny jokes I'm talking about is, you know, the kind of things, you know, when someone's really shit at something, they sort of just go, oh, yeah. God, I'm so rubbish, aren't I? I'm no, I don't, oh, you say insist on playing. Like, insist on... I should never have insisted on playing this game because I'm really imbalancing this team. Yeah. In a way that, as a games journalist, I should understand the oh, concept so, of imbalance and how it so, can ruin gameplay. <laughs> very good. Thank you. I think I'm missing some of the details in this like hypothetical situation. Is he, is he, is he or she uh, insisting on playing with you? Yes. Oh, okay, that's the bit I missed out on. Oh, sorry, yes. This friend has made a Russian friend, and they're particularly good at, at table football, and they're doing really, really well. And you're really playing well. as a doubles team against other people and winning. That's right, yes. Okay, I didn't get that, okay. even though but I heard yeah, this story. How can, you, sorry, yeah. how can you change teams? You can't just change members of a double team. You're right, Steve. Halfway through a game, can you're you? You're probably not allowed, are you? No. Which is why, if you kicked up a fuss because the other people have been playing for so long, you'd be an arsehole. Um, you would. So yeah, that's why you wouldn't if do it. If there's some sort of tournament happening. Exactly, yes. I don't a, know. I think a winner ab- stays on doubles run. That yeah. ability to look at something that takes skill and think, I could do that, <laughs> assuming that there's no skill required. 
that's a special kind of arsehole. Yes. Well, there's things and like, that then and to then be playing it and going, I don't understand what I don't get it. Why? Was yeah. So, ooh. And to maybe be making like a like Alan Partridge type like goal when the opposition is scoring past you, even though you've just let that goal in and stuff like that. Like that's not good for me. It's okay to be bad at something. It's once, fine to be okay and at something. Once to try and take part. A hundred percent. Sometimes yeah. you can cover your insecurity with with awkward jokes. Mm. But not if it, during a winner stays on run, I believe. Because Unless you want to be part of the opposing team. If you've got someone oh, else absolutely fine. To, to join you. Yep. Not try to worm your way onto the winning team. No, no, no. no not worm. Insist. Insist on playing. And not like, insist on replacing, yeah. on replacing the beardy Welsh person. Might whom, be Welsh. Whom you, whom you know. But the Russian person who you clearly deemed to be a lesser form of human specimen. Even though generally they were hypothetically very, very good in defence. There you go. Arsehole. So wow. this is open and shut arsehole. But guys, <laughs> guys, there were two Just, arsehole answers to that because number C you're forgetting about, which is Instagram a photo whilst playing, because um, that is, I mean, that's proper arsehole. Imagine if you did C. But hang on, and B. Table football is a two-handed game. Yeah, you're yeah. right, Log. It is, isn't it? If I was going to Instagram, because yeah. you Instagram things to show off to. Instagram followers, which is fine. It's it's an ego thing. Everyone does. That's why we do anything, isn't it? Yeah. That's why we're doing this podcast what you right do now. Is, exactly. No. This is to entertain people and make them a little bit happier, and I hope it is. If I was going to Instagram table football, I would put the football in front of a man while no one else is playing, and I'll, and I'll like, I'll make it look like I'm playing, go. and I'll, and then I'll ha- hashtag football. Uh, I'm the best. Blessed. Best, <laughs> best, best better than all the rest. Over on the chest. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag goal. Hashtag goal. Yeah, that's what I do. Um, but yeah, no. What you wouldn't do is probably like open up the Instagram app while, while you're while playing. you're meant to be playing. Take a picture. Yeah, uh, you're one man down. While maybe the other person. It would be like in real football, a player running off the pitch to upload a picture of the game to Flickr. Yeah. <laughs> or in the middle, just taking a selfie, just yeah. like yeah. while a penalty's being taken. <laughs> yeah. The goalkeeper's taking a selfie while someone's just about to score the winning World Cup goal at them. That's oh, what it is. Oh, sorry, mate, my Flip Mino's full. I need to download it to my MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Exactly. Arsehole. Well, arsehole, B and C, you're right. That's fine. Uh, Beyond C. This is a mentally ill arsehole. <laughs> No, well, as far as I understand it, this is, is we are talking about a hypothetical person. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't exist. Guys, no, I've written... I, as far and as who I isn't... <laughs> Guys, I've written down, like, really horrible things that someone could have done, Cunt. right? Um, I've written down really horrible things that someone could have done, and, you know, if you happen to have done any of these things or similar things, and you're an arsehole. Last, last question. You get a love bite from a stripper or prostitute, do you, A... Hide from the journalist slash PRs you've been with all weekend because you're embarrassed. There's no shame in having a love bite. Well, uh, it's a bit. Uh, it's a little bit. If it's from a stripper, overreaction. Well, no one would know where it came from unless yeah, exactly. you told them. They're not unless, fucking, unless, unless you told different them. Color right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you told them. <laughs> uh, wear a jumper that at least covers it up, but carry on doing your job because you're professional. It's pretty oh. good. You're on a pressure. You might not have access to your full wardrobe. Uh, there was a H and M really sock cl- draped around it. There was a H and M really close to the hotel we were hypothetically staying at because I bought this purple hoodie from it. So it did the H of H and M stand for hypothetical? Yep. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Hypothetical market. 
<laughs> Come on in and buy your turtlenecks. Took <laughs> <laughs> Or C, walk around with a gross mark on your neck. And when people ask you about it, go, what, this old thing? <laughs> it's just something I threw on. And then tell them how you got it. Ah, oh, that's, that's a problem. Well, well, I mean, what, what would you do? Well, I've managed to get through my whole life without having a love bite because I've just never been with someone who saw fit to just suck yeah. pleasurelessly on my neck for for neither person's benefit. To the point where, like, I would suggest that if, I mean, hypothetically, you did get one from a stripper or a prostitute, you've paid them extra to do that. Yeah, also, yeah, why the, are love it, bites leaving telltale marks? Yeah. Part of your job as a sex worker, I imagine, is to be... Yeah. Discreet. Accommodating of discretion if it is required. If it is not required, and if it is demanded that you give a love bite, then maybe you'll do that because you're, you're a professional. Yeah. Yeah. Like the other person appears not to be. But you assume, uh, unless otherwise stated, that discretion is, is, is warranted. Well, yeah, you're trained in discretion, clearly. Yeah, because sex is something to be... Brush on from your wife. But yeah, no, I mean, you guys give pretty good answers there. So bullshit, pretty if, much. If, <laughs> a hickey from a prosy. Pretty, pretty much, we might <laughs> might as well not have done that quiz because I would. I mean, I was bringing it in because I wanted to. This is a vocational quiz. I wanted you know to you guys to be like, oh shit, like. Maybe I am an arsehole. And I thought maybe if I'd answer some of these questions like an arsehole, I would be an arsehole as well. We could change our ways. But I, unfortunately, no, we're not arseholes. So I think we all, yeah, we've all discovered that we are... Not arseholes? Not arseholes. And this hypothetical person who I might have invented... Well... And definitely have invented, We're sorry. not even talking about hypothetical anyone, anyone, any... If, if anyone answers yes... Or any of the stuff, all those said. questions. Then you're an asshole. Yeah. That is the circumstances of the quiz. Yeah, judging and, them, yeah. not any uh, uh, colleagues or peers within the industry. And if you <laughs> accidentally or somehow contrive to answer the asshole answers to all of them, and maybe felt like it was an eerie narration of your recent <laughs> life. <laughs> Maybe shoot yourself in the face. Or just check just check your behaviour in future. <laughs> Actually, no, do what Log said. <laughs> be mindful. Yes. Be full of mind. Good night. Dear readers. Don't let the bed bugs consume your soul. <laughs> Because we need to be seen as punching up, not punching down. If you're seen as punching down, then that's bullying, isn't it? Can't do that. No one likes that.